Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So you know I love the houses of the hoity-toity. And, I, you know, I, I just love it. I, I don't know why. Don't look at me like that. I just, I love it. And, you know, we talked about uh, Jen and Ben outhouse shopping and the, you know, the car crashing into the sign outside the Starbucks, which, uh, by the way, I have a new outlook on that, which we'll get to uh, a little bit later on the show. But uh, they're looking at uh, the manor, the $155 million home, which I don't know if they're going to bite the bullet on that because then they went down the street to another house that uh, is still 4.6 acres same size as the manor but the house is only 17 bedrooms and 25 bathrooms so it's a little bit smaller and uh, they only want you know 75 million for that one so maybe that's for the help i don't know maybe they get them both i don't know but i see where we have a house <laughs> in fairfax five bedroom prado place fairfax's mantua area great location trader joe's and home depot are close by and it's only eight hundred thousand dollars most of the homes in the area go for well over a million dollars yeah except uh this one comes with uh, a resident in the basement we don't know how to get rid of her so you can buy the house but we don't know how to get rid of the rid of the lady in the basement so she's just going to come with the house <laughs> would you buy it get a deal maybe offer a little bit less than the eight hundred thousand all right we'll take the uh we'll take the person in the basement eh, for five hundred thousand how about that so you probably need at least a couple hundred thousand renovation but they don't know how to get rid of the lady in the basement she weaseled her way in there about three years ago she may or may not have another person living with her and the tenants are like, yeah, we don't have a lease. Uh, she's not paying rent. And uh, I don't know. We just don't have the conviction to kick her out. So we need to move, and we're just going to leave her there. <laughs> Would you buy it? Because I don't know. I think I might. If it was worth, you know, worth the price. You get a million and a half home for half price with just a lady and her friend down in the basement, it may be worth it in more ways than one. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so I watched the full video of the Ben and J-Lo incident at Starbucks. And while it's funny and, you know, I want to have a cigarette because Ben's smoking a cigarette in the car and he's such a doofus... And he's, and I, I, you know, you want to laugh at him. However, I watched the full video, and now I feel for him. I feel for him and J Lo. You can't even go to Starbucks without this paparazzi chasing him around. And you hear the one, I know, I know. Dry your eyes, I get it. But I just felt bad for him. They're just trying to drive around, home hunt a little bit, try to find a place for them and the kids to move in. Driving around on the, you know. The Mercedes, and I see, I hear the one photographer. Then they, he doesn't order. Remember, he he pulls up and he doesn't order at the, at the initial order window because he doesn't want people to know his order. So he pulls up to the window, and when he gets to the window, somebody goes inside the Starbucks and starts taking a picture of them over the counter through the takeout glass. So you see him getting his order, and uh, then you hear the one photographer as they're pulling out. Jennifer, show us a ring. Show us your ring. So I feel bad for him. 
I feel bad for him. Just saying. I just, you know, I understand. I understand the struggle. Do you, Jeff? Do you? I yes, I do. And I knew it. We talked about it when it happened. I I knew it was a bigger issue than what they were talking about. So now they're saying, yeah, well, the White House, the president's dog bit a lot more times than we talked about. And he actually injured people dramatically and they ruined suits. There's a 400-page record book now that shows that uh, Major, right, Major, yeah, he's the one that died. Uh, thing. I mean, uh, he didn't die from a Secret Service agent, which he should have, because I talked about you come out of the office and he starts growling at you <laughs> and going down. And I know the Secret Service agent would be in trouble because, yeah, sorry, sorry, sir. What's going on out here? Sorry. I had to put him down. He started growling at me, started attacking me. It's going down. All right, that's what's happened. Sorry. Didn't mean it. I didn't want to, but uh, that's the way it just had to be. So now they're saying I mean, it was multiple dog bites and another agent who was yelling at the do- dog to, to, to stop, to avoid the attack. What are you doing? You're a Secret Service agent. Are you kidding me? Oh, stop, little doggy, stop. What kind of wusses do we have as Secret Service agents? Uh, well, you mean the ones that are getting fooled by uh, spies? Oh, oh, we're not supposed to talk about that. Never mind. I'll forget about that. <laughs> and remember they sent him back to Delaware? Major, not the Secret Service agent. Major, to get training for, you know, I don't know, pet behavior, better pet behavior, whatever you're training him for. Uh, here's a way to solve the problem. We're, we're burying Major out back. Sorry, sir. That's the way it had to go. Don't even start with me with your hate mail and your, oh, Jeff, don't you? No one loves animals more than this show. Zoos, animals, all animals around the globe. No one supports animals more than this show. However, I don't know how many times I've said it. I'll say it again. Humans, top of the food chain. Animals, when they start getting thinking that they're getting uppity and they start attacking humans. You're going down. I don't know how many times I got to tell you. That's just the way it happens. It just is. And I know, you know, we try maybe not to, but when we're talking about secret service agents protecting the president, and then he brings in his wild ass German shepherd dog that he's had for years, and he's just crapping everywhere all over the White House, and the secret service agents are pissed anyway because Jen Psaki's going, oh, there was a, there was only just a one little bite happening in the way. And they're attacking secret service agents in the hallway. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, we need to get somebody in here to clean up the blood stain on the carpet because uh, something just happened to Major. Again, sorry, sir. And let me get this right. I apologize. All right. I do apologize. It wasn't Major that died. It was Champ that died. Champ was the old dog. Champ was the one that was a good dog and just laying around going, "Ah, I got to be at the White House. And Major was the young one that he had adopted and brought in with the no training and just adopted it because he wanted to feel good about adopting at the place in Delaware. And he was the one that should have been. Okay, so I apologize. I thought Bo was the one that died. 
Oh my gosh. No, it's champ and major are not Bo. <laughs> I didn't want to get started on Bo. Just no. Oh my gosh. And there's more. The Hunter Biden thing, man. That laptop is a never ending treasure trove, man. They keep finding stuff off that laptop. It is amazing. I thought I deleted that. Yeah, no, no, you didn't. And you didn't quite really delete it. Why would, I mean, remember the old commercial where they show an egg frying and this is, this is your brain on drugs. That's the deal with Hunter. I mean, he had to have been just stoned out of his mind to drop that laptop off. Why in the world would you drop that laptop off knowing what it, what it had on it? Just amazing. I mean, maybe he wanted to get caught. Maybe he'd had enough of dad and the big guy and given him 10%, but I doubt it. I mean, that's the way he makes his money. It's the way he's living. So I doubt that he wants to, you know, maybe he does. Maybe he wants to find the, finally get it over with. I don't know. But it's just never ending coming from that laptop. And no matter what happens, he's not Bo. Okay? And the, neither is Champ. Neither is Major. And neither is Jill. Neither is the daughter, the sister, the brother. The whole damn Biden clan. None of them are Bo. I'll never forget it. Another guy that's not Bo is uh, the Clinton donor, Ed Buck. Well, we talked about him when he was arrested and they, you know, he was found guilty as he uh, killed two black men. I know. He said, stop it. Don't even come up with those jokes. They're not funny, okay? So he's now getting a 30-year prison sentence. 30 years. And you think, well, maybe why didn't he just make it life? Well, he's 67. So 30 years is probably life. But it does feel like maybe you just give him life. Right? Just say, we're the 30 years, his sentence seems a little low. I mean, he was sentenced because of the deaths of both men, supplying drugs and enticing travel across state lines for the purpose of sex that did not work out well it did not work out well I, that's where he was at that's what he wanted remember he had them come he had them come and get high so he could have sex with them that's what he was doing <laughs> so the jury is not funny i'm not laughing at this don't stop it sad these two men lost their lives because of this dirt bag. So he was convicted last year. I remember talking. He was convicted last year on two counts of distribution of methamphetamine resulting in a death. Four counts of distribution of methamphetamine. One count. So distribution of methamphetamine resulting in death. Is, you know, then we tacked on four counts of distribution of methamphetamine one count of maintaining a drug-involved premises. Okay. I mean, I don't want the guys to die. But we're just tacking. That's like saying, you know, your blinker's out, too. We're just going to start tacking on, okay? Two counts of enticement to travel in interstate commerce for prostitution. 
But I do like the one count of maintaining a drug-involved premises. Interesting. Interesting. But he's guilty. Good! He's going away for 30 years. Still not life, though. Still not life. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately because I'm not Bo either. Either. Ever. It's not even funny. Bo died of cancer. (sighs) That's a little funny. I may have to update my Who's Hunter Biden podcast. Uh, Chewing the Fat episode 227, by the way. Uh, I might have to update that to add some more stories to Who's Hunter Biden. But uh, you could go there and listen to that and learn a little bit more about I'm Not Bo. I see where Activision, uh, Activision Blizzard, they're in the big buyout phases and they're in a little bit of a trouble. Uh, apparently, they've been doing this whole lawsuit on this sexual harassment case and that's, you know, been putting a kind of a kind of a halt to the whole merger thing going on for billions of dollars. And now the whole thing has fallen apart because California governor Gavin Newsom has interfered in the state's sexual harassment and discrimination lawsuit <laughs> because of prompting two of the lawyers to quit. Melanie Proctor, an attorney for the State Department of Fair Employment and Housing, told staffers in an email on Tuesday that she was resigning in protest of Newsom's firing of her boss so he's trying to get in i mean they quit because of the activision lawsuit but the good news is is that the good news is is activision blizzard has announced the appointment of christian hines as chief diversity equity and inclusion officer and christian hines is going to play a crucial role in furthering the commitment to increase the number of women and non-binary people within the company. So there you go. Problem solved. No problem. I see where Fortnite, (laughs) maker of Epic Games, raised $2 billion from Sony and owner of the Lego brand, uh, valuing a new company for $31.5 billion to develop a kid-friendly metaverse. I have got to get inside the metaverse. I want Chewing the Fat doing a show inside the metaverse. Probably never going to happen, but I want it to happen. I want Chewing the Fat along some main street in one of the cities. Metaverse, Zuck can walk by, give me a wave. Good morning, Zuck. Good mornings in the meta. Mornings in the meta. Hello. I mean, there's no off switch on Genius. So I'd like to congratulate Glenn Beck uh, for being uh, in the top 20 on Talkers Magazine's top talker list. Um, The heavy 100 2022. Glenn Beck coming in at 16th. Congratulations, Glenn. Congratulations. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Number 15, ahead uh, of Glenn Beck, Jim Bohannon on Westwood One. Give him some applause. No. No. He's 15th. Give him a. 
Thank you. Coming in at 14, Dan Bongino. <laughs> 13, Lars Larson. No, I don't want anything for Lars. Lars doesn't get that. Lee Habib on the Premier Networks. Lee Habib. What is that show? Uh, what is that? Find, find out what, what is Lee, Lee Habib on Premier Radio Networks. Is that a weekend show? Go to Lee Habib's show right now. No, stop it. That's not even funny. Uh, number 11, another Premier Network show, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. I don't know why they didn't call it Buck and Clay. I don't know why they didn't show that Buck and Clay. I mean, I have a good idea. I have an idea. Like, congratulations to Clay and Buck or Buck and Clay at coming in at number 11, though. Yeah, congratulations. I like both those guys. Uh, coming in at uh, number 10, Joe Pagliarulo. Joe Pags, number 10. Congratu- congratulations, Joe. Now give him some applause. It's Joe Pags. I love Joe Pags. Wow. Coming in at number nine, Michael Berry. Michael Berry out of KTRH in Houston. Congratulations. Coming in at number eight, Tom Hartman from WYD Media. Tom Hartman. Congratulations. Didn't he used to fill in for Rush once in a while? Used to hear him on Rush. I think that's who that was. Mike Gallagher. Mike Gallagher coming in at number seven for the Salem Radio Network. Mike Gallagher. Congratulations, Mike, for coming in seventh. Coming in at number six, Dana Lash. Dana Lash, number six. Congratulations, Dana Lash. You know, they just... Dana deserves more than that. Are you kidding me? With applause. No, no, no. Thank you. Wow, it's Dana Lash. She just got the axe here in Dallas, too, at uh, Cliff, K-L-I-F. Local radio talk. Yeah, they give her the boot for some inkle-dinkle-and-winkle show. I I don't remember their name. I apologize. I'm just making up names, and that's not their name. They're okay. They're okay, but, you know, whatever. I got to shut up now. Coming in at number four. Wait, where was I? Oh, yeah. Dana Lash was number six. Number five, Joe Madison. Joe Madison on Sirius XM. Congratulations, Joe. Number four on the Sirius XM Talkers.com Heavy 100 2022, Brian Kilmeade from Fox News Radio. Congratulations, Brian. Wow. Oh, he's number three. It's a little bit longer. Number number three. No, he was number four. Number three is Mark Levin. Mark Levin. Congratulations, Mark. Wow. Mark is number three. Congratulate. Number two, Dave Ramsey and Ramsey Solutions. Number two. Congratulations, Dave. That wasn't a Mark Levin. Welcome. And number one at the old talkers.com list this year of 2022, Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity. Congratulations, Sean. Number one. Wow, where is uh where is Shapiro? He's not on here. Bohannon is oh, oh yeah, Bohannon's under Glenn at 16. Howie Carben Shapiro was 18th. Kim Commando 19th. 
Dom Giordano, WPHT Philadelphia, number 20. Stern is 21st. George Norrie is 22nd. Okay. Why is this even a list? No, really, I want you to answer. Why is this even a list? But congratulations to everybody that made the list. No. Here comes Peter Cottontail hopping down the bonny trail. Hippity hoppity, Easter's on its way. No, you don't be shooting the Easter Bunny. Stop. That's just not nice. Now, the Easter Bunny was uh, similar to Santa Claus, you know, with the naughty and nice kind of thing. Originally, that's the way it was supposed to be. Not everybody's supposed to just get chocolate bunnies. Supposed to be uh, gifts. You're supposed to be nice. Be a good kid. And now we've just ruined it. Everybody gets something. (laughs) Why can't I just have a chocolate bunny anytime I want? You can, fat man. Maybe you have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never mind. So it's Easter weekend. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the festivities. Resurrection. Listening live today. It's Good Friday. Wasn't a really great day for that guy named Jesus. <laughs> it ended okay, just not today. <laughs> it's not today. <laughs> today didn't end well. It was a bad day today. But, you know, long term, long term goals. Long term worked out fine. Anyway, did I mention here comes Peter Cottontail? <laughs> I did? Okay. Anyway, yesterday. Not only did I get drawn into Google Earth and the 37-year time-lapse footage, I don't know if it's new, I don't know if it's been there, and I just saw it it in a link in a story, and I said, oh, that's kind of cool. But, I mean, you just choose a city and then watch, you know, the last 37 years from Google Earth's perspective. That's really cool. You type in the city, and then the globe spins to the city, and it zeroes in on the area. And it's kind of fascinating how they did it. I mean... It's Google. They spared no expense. Just like Jurassic Park. Huh. Anyway, and, uh, you know, you're choosing the cities you lived in, and then you're looking at other cities around the globe, and I just love the way it happened. I was fascinated for far too long with Google Earth and the time lapse of cities far too long. And then I started reading a murder-for-hire story out of Dallas, Texas. Now, I remember... The news reports about the shooting at the time, but not the entire story. And always remember the words of Ben Matlock. Murder is a messy business. Jamie Faith and his wife Jennifer leave their Dallas home for an early morning walk, October 9th, 2020. That's the last walk Jamie Faith ever took. Broad daylight, seven shots, one person killed. Even uh, one of the detectives, uh, we see murders all day. This one looked different. Three times to the head, three times to the chest, and once to the groin. And then someone turns to the wife and takes time to pull out duct tape and wrap her wrists. It seems a little fishy. 
And uh, one prominent defense attorney here in Dallas said, as soon as I saw it, I thought, that's a hit. Jamie's own front door security camera captured a photo as he left his house with Jennifer and their dog. It was taken seconds before he was shot to death. Uh, other neighborhood cameras captured images of the killer's getaway truck leaving the scene. It was a black Nissan Titan pickup truck, and it had something unique on its back window. And police initially realized it was a T on the back window. And since it happened in Dallas, you see a T on the back window. It's for the baseball team, the Texas Rangers. So the cameras didn't pick up the truck's license plates. And uh, for those who knew Jamie, the big question not only who had committed the murder, why are you killing this guy? Why are you killing this guy? So, I mean, he worked, he was an IT guy. And uh, the neighbors were all like, uh, oh, we were we were like friends. Y'all have kids? Yeah, we were all have a lot of kids. And they had their adopted children and they were brought them over and they welcomed them to their house and they said you can swim anytime and they just spent time in in the faith's backyard pool sometimes they spend the night and it was just a you know one big happy family in the neighborhood jamie faith before uh he met jennifer considered himself a confirmed bachelor i mean we usually know what confirmed bachelor means but that's another no no for as long as we knew him she said he said i was never getting married and then i'm never getting married i'm never having kids i don't want a part of it and then in 2005 he met jennifer the attraction was instant they got married in vegas 2012 he was working for american airlines in arizona jennifer worked in healthcare administration they continued to live in Arizona until 2017, and he got a promotion, moved to Dallas. On the day of the shooting, October 9th, 2020, Jennifer told cops that the shooter was wearing a blue mask, a blurry image was captured by the security camera near the back of the house, and that led to the Nissan truck. We got all that. She's quoted in a news report saying, I'm not supposed to be widowed at 48, you know? The entire neighborhood was shook. I mean, the whole neighborhood is thinking, it could have been us. A day after the murder, uh, Jennifer Faith began coordinating a meal train to provide meals for her and the family. All right. <laughs> she, and this is, I'm sorry, I'm not laughing. This is sad. She appealed to the public for information. Money was pouring into the GoFundMe account. She got over 60 grand into the GoFundMe. She held two funerals for Jamie, one in Dallas, one in Phoenix. And they say that they were, you know, meticulously planned. They had, you know, little matchbooks and cards for people to take and coasters. More than anything anyone had ever seen at any funeral, according to their friends. And while she was still mourning, she kept pressing the public for more information about the murder of her husband. As they do with every homicide investigation, detectives began to look into Jennifer's background. They asked for her cell phone and found that in April of 2020, six months before the October shooting, Jennifer had texted a friend to say she had gotten back in touch with an ex-boyfriend, Darren. Darren Lopez and Jennifer had dated in high school and reconnected in early 2020. 
Lopez had family of his own with a special and was a special forces army veteran who earned a purple heart and suffered a brain injury from a roadside bomb in Iraq. Authorities learned Lopez owned a 20-acre property in Cumberland Furnace, Tennessee. And there was something else. Darren Lopez owns a Nissan Titan pickup, black in color. Uh, that happened to be the same model as the gunman's getaway truck. Huh. Texas authorities reached out to law enforcement in Tennessee. Yeah, we'll get some area surveillance photos for you. No problem. Oh, my gosh. There is the truck with the T in the back window. Not for Texas, but for the University of Tennessee. Uh-huh. Now, they didn't arrest Lopez after finding his truck. They continued to investigate and build the case, digging into his phone records. They find communication between Jennifer and Darren. Sometimes they're communicating more than 500 times a day. Starting the afternoon of October 8th, the day before Jamie was killed, Darren and Jennifer stopped talking for approximately 28 hours. That same day, Lopez told his daughters he was going out of town on a hunting trip for a few days. According to debit card records, he filled up a gas station near his home, set his GPS for Faith's house, and headed west for the 10-hour drive to Dallas. They've got security footage of him at a convenience store wearing the blue mask that Jennifer told police he was wearing, that that the killer was wearing. And GPS data shows he arrived at Faith's home. A security camera captured grainy images of him at a vacant house next door. At 7.30 a.m. on that October morning, when the face came out for their walk, to walk their dog and them, of course, he ambushed Jamie and Jennifer. Then he drove back home to Tennessee. Oh, okay. But why? Well, three months after Jamie was murdered, Dallas detectives had discovered evidence, including thousands of texts that suggested Jennifer and Darren Lopez had a profound connection bordering on obsession. Okay. In January 2021, three months after Jamie Faith was murdered, detectives had discovered evidence including thousands of texts. And we all know no bigger motive for murder than love or wanting to be with someone else. After his arrest, they find a 45 caliber handgun Oh my gosh, Jamie Faith was shot with a 45 caliber handgun. He's charged with a gun crime, a federal gun crime, and at state level, he's charged with murder. At this point, police have become, you know, really suspicious of Jennifer. And was she involved in the murder plot or covering up for Lopez after the fact? On the day of Lopez's arrest, detectives brought her in for more questioning. And Jennifer denied having a sexual relationship with Lopez, but admitted, well, we communicated every day. And the volume was uh, astounding. (laughs) The six months leading up to Darren Lopez's arrest, cops say the two texted each other 116,000 times. When did they have time to sleep? Did they even have time to eat? I mean, they, they communicated all day long. Lopez texted Jennifer that he had deleted texts. She wrote, big smile. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, The phone contained a lot of sexting between the two and many words of love. I love you with all my heart. 
And Jennifer responded, sleep, my angel, holding you tight. Good night. But Jennifer was not arrested. She still continued to play the grieving widow. She pleaded for help to finding the getaway truck on TV. She later woke up, and then she later, on one of the texts, woke up panicked that the T was still on Lopez's truck. She texted Lopez, something is eating away at me, telling me you need to take the sticker out of the back window of your truck. He responds, sticker done. Uh, No, it wasn't. He didn't take it off. Idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, she's she's struggling to get away with it. She's got her boy. I had sticker done. Not according to the aerial footage that the police took, bro. What happened? <laughs> she texts back. Oh, yay. I feel so much better now. Uh, that does bring to mind the word conspiracy uh, about now. So... Investigators say she failed to collect the $629,000 life insurance policy uh, she was trying to collect in December of 2020. And she texted Lopez, they aren't processing the claim yet because Detective Walton told them I couldn't be ruled out as a suspect. So I called him and basically said, what the WTF? After Jamie died, she began showering Lopez, who was in financial distress, with cash and gifts. Sent him some money from the GoFundMe. (laughs) She sent him some cash through a Venmo account for airplane tickets for his daughters. And she sent him two credit cards. On American Express, no limit. And the Visa had $35,000 limit. She said, I pay them both off every every month. So if you ever need anything, just use them. They won't be declined. Oh, okay. So Lopez is now in jail. They got a solid murder case against him. Jennifer Faith, obstruction of justice, not murder. Jennifer pled not guilty. And they just wanted to get her into custody, wanted her to have uh, no more opportunities to destroy any further evidence. They go to the house. They find another computer with all these emails <laughs> that uh, Jamie was sending to Darren about how he was going to harm his wife. So Jennifer was posing as the husband, sending emails to the boyfriend that the husband was harming her, getting him all wound up so that uh, he would want to kill the husband, which he eventually did. Incredible. And they had all kinds of emails saying there was abuse. She sent photos attached. Everything incredible and of course we know that uh darren you know one of the shots was in the groin so there's normally just a usual sexual problem issue anger when you shoot someone in the groin especially if it's supposed to be just a robbery on the street just a surprise shooting on the street surprise shooting i'm gonna shoot you seven times and tape the hands of your wife and then i'm gonna go away Oh, okay. All right. So now they, with the emails and other evidence, uh, including her payments and gifts to Lopez, she was uh, arrested and charged with murder for hire. There's no question that Jennifer Faith is the puppet master and uh, Lopez is the puppet. Uh, And so if you combine his life insurance, 401k, she was trying to get more than a million 
million bucks out of the deal. And so the investigation, the television show, 48 Hours, did an investigation on this outside of the police department. They find she had a husband back in the early 2000s, her first husband. He says she's the most evil person I've ever come in contact with. <laughs> he says he tried. she tried to do the same thing with him. So she was. this was the first husband she was laying groundwork with, seeing if she could make it work. Because he said that uh, we after, after shortly we began dating, we took a trip to Disneyland. The Jennifer spun an ugly story about how she was abused by her first husband and kept wounding him up. And she said, I, I really did want to kill the guy. And she finally said, oh, no, I can't. You can't do this to my daughter's dad. And so she pulled him down. But she was practicing, which she pulled off with with darren right so she used the gofundme account to pay lopez she still owes for the funeral expenses and uh she also asked the court to put in two hundred thousand dollars from jamie's estate into her prison account so she had some cash (laughs) that's nice of her i don't know that i don't know if they're gonna do it gofundme has said they're gonna refund uh, you know anyone who donated to Faith's account? She's scheduled for uh, sentencing May of this year, so she's in jail now. She was uh, found guilty. She was charged with obstruction of justice, uh, charge of interstate commerce, and the commission of murder for hire. That carries potential death sentence. Ooh, that's not a good deal in Texas. Uh, she pleaded guilty for a murder for hire charge before the district judge, and in return for the plea. Prosecutors agreed to drop the obstruction charge and to recommend a life sentence. So not staying away from the old Texas electric chair. Do they have the electric chair anymore in Texas? No? Uh, Maybe they should. Anyway, murder is a messy business. I'm telling you, this is, I don't know that. Could you, I'm reading this whole story. I mean, it's even longer than what I told you. I know it's. It's just fascinating to me that this lady has got this guy out killing for her. Is there someone in your life that you would kill for? Not in the heat of the battle, though. I mean, just anyone in your life that you could manipulate enough to kill for you. Ooh, yeah, they might. So last weekend, we were all watching the Masters, uh, watching Tiger do mediocre, win his 40 grand at the Masters. But my favorite part of the Masters now is John Daly, who wasn't playing. You know, obviously he doesn't tour with them anymore. But uh, he was spending the week at the Augusta Hooters. And apparently that's a big tradition where he shows up at the Augusta Hooters. And he has a big tent and the Hooters girls are all there. And he's selling merchandise and taking pictures. And so I had a bunch of people sending me pictures of John Daly with the Hooters girls and partying at Hooters. And every one of them, he's got a cigarette in his hand. And then yesterday, I see the video with Ben Affleck 
driving around with J-Lo, smoking a cigarette. All I want to do is smoke a cigarette. I know it's Easter weekend. We have to be with the family, enjoy each other, do your little Easter egg hunt with the kids. My wife's grandkids will be running around looking for Easter eggs. But all I want to do is smoke a cigarette. So, (laughs) well, I'm trying to get my breath back. Let's play the game show. It's time for What's the Lie? (laughs) Yeah, it is time for What's the Lie? Where you and a contestant try to decipher the lie from four headlines. Count them one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's what's the lie. Uh, we our contestant this week on What's the Lie? Nick Elliott. Nick, come on down. Welcome to What's the Lie. How are you? Yay. It's Jeffy. Yeah. Thank you for participating in What's the Lie. Uh, where are you from, Nick? I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. Wow. Okay. What do you do for a living? I install cabinets. Man, that sounds like fun. Is what it does. I I love cabinet installing. Right. Any family you want to say hello to here on What's the Lie? Yeah. My wife and kids. That's great. Lacey Elliott and I got Carson, Chloe, and our new one, little Elijah. Okay. My gosh. How many kids are you going to have, man? All right, Nick. That's it. We're done. <laughs> are you ready to uh, you ready to play What's the Lie? Hey, what do I win? We're going to give you four headlines. you got to play before you even get an opportunity to win anything, okay? We're going to need four headlines. All right, let's hear it. One of which is not real, and that's, you know, of course, where we get the title, and you have to choose which one is the lie. You ready? I'm ready. Headline number one. European beer giants Heineken and Carlsberg are doubling down on breweries in Russia, saying now's the time for Russians to drink. Second headline. Number two. Former Yale employee admits to stealing $40 million worth of electronics over eight years. Headline number three. Paleontologists unveiled a fossilized remain of an ancient whale that inhabited seas 36 million years ago found in a Peruvian desert. Headline number four. San Antonio, Texas couple claim they found an opioid pain pill in their nachos. Okay, those are the four headlines. I'll give you a moment, Nick, to think about which one is the lie. European beer giants Heineken and Carlsberg are doubling down on breweries in Russia, saying now is the time to drink. Former Yale employees admits to stealing $40 million worth of electronics over eight years. Paleontologists unveiled fossilized remains of an ancient whale that inhabited the seas 36 million years ago, found in a desert. San Antonio, Texas couple claim they found an opioid pain pill in their nachos. Nick, are you ready to decide which headline What's the lie? So I think I'm going to go with the first one. You are absolutely correct, Nick. Yes, European beer giants Heineken and Carlsberg are in fact closing down in Russia when really, I mean, we here at What's the Lie believe they should be doubling down and 
Russians should be drinking now. Congratulations, Nick. You have won a brand new... Thanks for listening to What's the Lie. What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MMX, SexII. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, of course. Wow. I mean, appreciate you playing. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.